Hi, pals, and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh. And now, Disneyland Paris news. There is no news. No, okay, seriously, um, I went on to kind of find some news and there's bits of construction that we can have a chat about and there's a few like Valentine snacks and stuff, but we have got a huge backlog of really good and interesting listener questions, trip reports, things like that. And rather than kind of scrat around telling you that they've, um, they've increased the height of the scaffolding on small world that was a piece of news i found rather than start going into stuff like that we thought no let's get to the beef let's get to the meat of the issue and the meat of the disney issue is aaron has been seeing newses today oh very nice before we start doing a who's in the chat i just want to get my rant out about newses because (laughs) i kept a little pocket of money especially get the button ready chris (laughs) <laughs> fingers on the, no, fingers on well, the a little bit, As, especially to go and see newses. And I've got this thing that I like to do where I get a day off when there's no Bonnie to pick up from school and I get a train down to London and I see a matinee and I get a train back and it's all nifty and great. And I got this planned and I was just about to buy my ticket and then they announced a rail strike for that day. Aww. And there is literally no other time for the next, I don't know, four years when I can get an afternoon off, so I'm a bit bit grumpy. No, you're not getting a jingle for that. I don't think you're grumpy enough. But, 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 100% support the, sp- the strikes. Stick it to the man, stick it to the man, support yes. the strikes. You know I love it when people strike. <laughs> Down with this sort of thing. Yes. <laughs> Fair pay for rail workers and such. We, we've got an interesting thing going on. Can I just talk technical for a second? Yes. So we love it when you we, do that. Chris. I know, I know, we love it. I've got a speaker here. Ooh, and that's how so we can hear the jingles. But what's happened is I've recently plugged it through our um mic amp and now we get that back as well. Have you noticed you can hear yourself back? And I was really worried that, that was coming out in the in the real world, but it's not. It's it's not coming out in the real I haven't world. noticed. Have that we not? can hear ourselves back. Well, watch if I do this now and turn it up a bit, you can start to hear. Hello. Yeah. Ooh. There you go. Well, it is anyway. Hello, hello, hello. Anyway. It's good. It's all good. That's all it was. That was a really boring bit of a thing. Do you want to talk about who's here then? Yes, 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 yes. Audience trip roundup. Well, that's interesting. I think it played. I think it played, but playing around with the microphone, I just turned the volume down until it was off. So that was pretty silly, wasn't it? Hang on. I'm going to press it again. Audience trip roundup. Jingle though. Oh, that is the wrong jingle. Uh, it did actually play in there as well. I'm going to play the right jingle now um, and uh, <laughs> turn myself back onto what it is we're doing today. Who are they? All about, please. Aaron was first in the chat today who says, Hey everyone, on a train back north from London, mm. always off. Gallivanting, Aaron. Um, not sure if the train Wi-Fi will hold up to streaming. Hoping it will. We hope so too, Aaron. Uh, Bob Sangwell says he's hoping to drop in at some point. Oh, that's nice of him. Oh, I hope he does it like Peter Pan on a wire. Can you imagine if he just dropped into screen here? <laughs> like like Bob with wings. That would be yeah. best. He was being particularly... Uh, well, no, actually, I was going to say he was being grumpy on his uh, Disney then and now 
page this week. He wasn't Bob that grumpy. Bob is never grumpy. He, he, uh, he shared an article which told us the new story for Tiana's uh, salt mine. <laughs> is that what the ride's going to be called? It's the official name. <laughs> yeah, is that it, Bobby? Salt mine. Is it really? No. No, oh, okay. but it, it is a salt mine. No, okay. It's we'll we'll bio, talk about the story yeah. later if you like. I thought, I thought that might be a good one to, to bring up in the Patreon. Tell me that later. Yeah, 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 that'd be good. Also in the chat we have Ross. And let's start with this one who's been excited all day for the show. Yeah. And we also I have saw your tweet. Miriam and Kiva and Jimmy and John. Pamela is here, finally catching a live, says Pamela. Hi, Emma's Pamela. Here. And Roz. Um, Anne is also here, as is Daisy. And Andrew. And also Fando13. Plus, who is Nate? Okay. Question mark. Mark Chester. Ooh, do you know what? There's loads of you. Helen's here. And Emma, I think I already mentioned Hel- uh Helen and uh, Susie's here. Says, long time no see. Good to see you again, Susie. Hey, Susie. Our pal Susie. And Pauline, Wits Wonderlust. Fear. Voiceover guy. Oh. Are we nearly there yet? We've done that one. And uh, <laughs> Jill's here. Are we nearly there yet? Laura is also here. Laura's Hel- first time catching a live. Hi, Laura. Oh, hi, Laura. I like Bobby said, if only I could fly. And then he says, I'm not talking about Splash. <laughs> can I just say it's only just occurred to me how ironic it is that my plan to see Newsies was f- thwarted by a strike given what? that it is a musical about a strike isn't it ironic it's like, it's like 10,000 spoons and all you need is a knife it's not I want to mention my, my shirt real quick uh, listeners I'm wearing a, um, nice. a stripy shirt in the um, early 90s colours of dark blue dark green Yellow and red, and um, is it yellow on there? Yeah, there's a little bit, it's a tiny little bit, bit yellow. yellow. But I only bought it because it reminded me of like early '90s, like Mickey Mouse stationery. We were yeah. both very impressed when he walked in and sat yeah. down. Yeah, all, all we both went, "Oh, oh, that's nice." Ooh. And then Chris went, "Oh, that is nice." Ooh. <laughs> Four pounds from a charity shop. Very good. <laughs> that's what you should say on the red carpet if ever you're invited. <laughs> when Brad Pitt's next to you in his Armani, his Ted Baker suit. Four pound from a charity shop. <clears throat> Should we talk drinks? Because we've got yes. something a little bit different today. Yeah. Finally. Well, Chris uh, brought in a Robinson's Fruit Creations. My current um, favourite Which uh, takes us back to the heady days of the Mango Whip from Café de la Bruce in Discoveryland. It's a mango flavoured. Uh, Chris likes to describe the earth of the mango mm. which he's done before and mm. it's right there is an earthiness to mango uh, yeah well it's, done Chris orange, orange and mango <laughs> thanks for those Chris he's also brought in some tins of Rubicon I have, I have brought in some <laughs> hashtag not sponsored by either of would these you, would you like a mango Rubicon I would oh it's mango as well because as Chris yeah. said earlier uh, he said, Do you like one? Are you going to taste it? Are you gonna I am, it? I'm going to try Chris new things earlier, as, Chris. As, as he brought these down he said um, I like a bit of Rubicon. Is that what you said? Yeah. I love a bit of Rubicon. I love a bit of Rubicon. <laughs> but I've not had the mango one before. A satisfying can opening sound for the ASMR crew. Oh. <laughs> what an annoying sound. Right, guys. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's get on with some business, shall we? Um, I just wanted to say another thing about drinks. Mm-hmm. I have a plan. Um, I'm going to make bubble tea. Maybe next week, maybe the week after. I'm just waiting for some ingredients to come. I thought you meant for a living. No. Well, oh. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. It was like you're making, making a life-changing announcement yeah. then. I've got a plan. I'm going to make bu- bubble tea next week, I think. That's my plan. That is my plan. Anyway, go on. What? 
What news? Yeah, go. Well, we're going to go through because um, Lawrence did a very good uh, trip report with some very pertinent bullet points, and we only got to one bullet point, didn't we, last time? We did, yeah. So I think that was the plan there. Mm-hmm. We did say we would, um, even though there wasn't news, we might discuss bits of news. So there's something going on with Cars Motors Action area. Yeah. You see this? You hear about this? You hear about this? They've got rid of all the green paint that they sprayed all over the thing. Yeah, because they turned it into like a Jungle Book groove thing, didn't they, where it looked like Flubber had sneezed. (laughs) It was a bit weird. Yeah. It looked like someone had been graffitiing it. They've got rid of that and people were quite excited that stuff's happening, but from what I can see, they've just kind of gutted it and turned it grey. So... It'll fit in nicely with uh, Avengers <laughs> Campus. Uh, we love Avengers Campus, Chris. Yeah, but it's very grey, isn't it? It's it's quite grey. I mean, apart from the big red building, obviously. The big yeah. red brick building. And the interesting grey. stonework. And and not, obviously, areas. you have to strip things back to kind of grey-white to start before you do something You do. Anyway. So I think where all the excitement was coming from was, ooh, what are they going to do with it? Because, like you say, you strip things back before you build them up. But then we also have to accept there's the possibility that it was a maintenance thing. And if stuff starts to fall off stuff, then it's better to sort of strip it back if they're just going to leave it. Yeah, maybe. So it might be that nothing's happening with it. building it up to knock it down. But it might be that something's going to happen with it. So you heard it here first, people. (laughs) Unless you read about it on Twitter. Maybe something will happen with it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You probably didn't even hear it here first. Aren't you glad you get quality out of us today? That's what we need to remember. We're we're a Disneyland Paris magazine show. We don't break news. Something may happen, something might not happen, and you've probably already gleaned it. We collate all the latest news that we've um, (laughs) stolen from Twitter. (laughs) And we present it to you in bite-sized pieces. So there's that. With with impressions and drinks and that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think they've moved on to a new phase with the Disneyland Hotel, mm-hmm. which just means they've shifted some boards over a bit, I think. They've, uh, the the uh, extended security bit's nearly done, isn't it? They're, they're doing the floors at the moment. That's looking like like an extended security <laughs> bit. Yeah, with, with a f- newly done floor. I mean, honestly, from from a distance, it, it, kind of, um, it looks like it's just been extended, which it has, um, but you can see that they'll get people through quicker if they've got people on all of them and they're not just opening one of them and leaving the rest of them shut. Yeah, well, that's the trick, isn't it? That's it. What else? Um, oh, they've started... The the, the, the um, Arundel Castle thing seems to be ma- making some good headway. <gasps> a lot of concrete going up there. and, and The definite definition of a lake and stuff there now. Um, it takes a lot of imagination to look at it properly. But if you go and look at DLP Report, I think it was them anyway, they, they did a mock-up of what it'll look like using some of the... Um, concept art fused over the top of the of the actual photos of the of the thing and it looks pretty decent and it looks it, it, you know it, it helps you think about it a bit and get, get an idea and feel for it mm. and that sort of thing oh I, I i get a little bit sick excited when i think about arundel i forgot about it well this is the thing because it was announced when was it announced 2018 i think it was all announced and then Whoa. I know, and then any of it seemed miles away, and then we were all totally focused on Avengers Campus because that was going to be the first phase, and then that opened, and it's like, oh, great, we've got a new land. And it's been so long in the making, I've forgotten about the other two new lands, but we're not mm-hmm. sure about the second. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember when there was going to be a Star Wars area? Well, do you remember? That's, yeah, we've concluded that's a definite no, but they have said there will be another land. It just probably won't be Star Wars. No. Is that right? Maybe. Well, they yeah. haven't said yeah. that. We've gleaned that. 
Hmm. Anyway, so I think it should be uh, corporate meeting rooms and um, oh yeah, ex- exhibition halls and really, just really grey, boring conference centre. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> but call it like Goofy's Convention Centre, and that's Spon- it. Sponsored by Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm. And want. Laughing Cow. Laughing Cow Nutella. <laughs> Laughing cow. Uh, says, as someone without Twitter, I appreciate your reporting. Well, thank you. Perhaps that's our our niche in the market. Well, we regurgitate Emma Twitter. Emma said that as well. She said, you do save me from having to look at Twitter. So yeah, it's definitely public because service. Twitter <laughs> is a toilet and people just Anything get really angry with each other on Twitter. And sometimes I get sucked in and think, I don't want to be amongst all this anger. It's such an angry place. I mean, honestly, if we didn't do this, we'd just sit in a kitchen... At a table and chat about Disney on a Sunday night, wouldn't we? So we might as well stick microphones and camera in front of ourselves and do it. Probably. Probably. Amen. So, so. Oh, there's some nice Valentine's pins released. Oh, speaking of pins, Witch Wanderlust sent me a load of pictures today of pins, (gasps) of her pins. Pin porn. I know. Do you you want to see them? Not a euphemism for legs. I'm sorry, Witch Wanderlust. I did tell you, Whitney, (laughs) that I probably wouldn't have time and you were very understanding of it. Um, and I, I haven't had time to put them onto the actual thing so I can bring them up on the screen. So it's going to be one of those jobbies. Where, where we're holding a ca- where uh, camera up to a camera. Uh, so let me firstly uh, just say what she sent you, what she sent through is uh, is this. She says, um, who is Nate just, cur- uh, just curated his Donald Pin collection and it looks pretty good. I'm just going to read the bits and I'll show you the pictures. Um, then she's also shown her Small World collection. Uh, it's a lot smaller, but I thought Lucy might appreciate it. And then here are the rest of them. As well, so here we go. I'm gonna oh, sh- you've got an orange bird. Yeah, uh, one second. All this shuffling through pictures and and that is a bit of a nuisance, isn't it? Could have done better. So here we go. Right, so this is the Donald collection. There you go. What do you think of that? Oh, I like it. I'm just gonna hold that up to show. I might have some of those. Oh, I need yeah, a closer like look. Yeah, the like the round fuzzy one at the bottom. I've got that one. I think. I think I might have the egg one. Let's see that egg one. I think I might have that. I say I. I've got that um, cruise one. There you go. I'm going. I'm moving on now. And then this is a small world collection. <gasps> that was my gospel hands for a small world, small world twi- pins. There are not enough small world pins. I'm always trying to find them and buy them, and Cute. they just don't. Taking it from me to uh, hold it up. Look at that. Oh, up a bit, up a bit. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Look I've got that. the one that says "Smile is happiness." Oh, I've also got the goat holding the heart. I think, but they're quite hard to find a small world ones. The, the reflection the, of the... Of the, yeah, yeah. the never on boards, the never on trading boards, you got to buy them. But I'm, I'm going to buy some more. I'm going to buy some more next week. And then, yes, you're right, there is an orange bird one because this is the the other ones. The, the rest of the collection. There you go. And I love the orange bird. Oh, it was in focus and now it's not. That's fantastic. I wouldn't touch it because it might no. stop working forever and that would be bad. There you go. Right, I'm just going to take a question before it disappears Do into it. the chat. So Lauren says, I'm trying to convince my husband that we should go for a couple of days for Christmas, but crowds are an issue. Oh, and then the chat moved again. Uh, with our disabilities. So would mid-November be quite, be quite, but still Christmassy? I think you mean quiet. My, for Christmas... My favourite time to go is the last weekend in November because then when you come home, it's properly Christmas at home Ooh, as yeah, well. Like so it kind of like starts your Christmas off. But I, in my experience, 
Uh, they've been twice, I think. Um, the crowds stay quite low right up to the schools breaking up. So even like the if you if you're not if schools aren't a problem, right up to like the tenth, eleventh, twelfth. Right up to like the 15th of November, the crowds can be quite nice. What you don't want to do is the week before Christmas. No, the, December. December? Yeah, December. November. Sorry, right up to like the 15th of December, the crowds are not too much of an issue. It's the week before Christmas and the week between Christmas and New Year that we've never been, but we've never been for a reason because apparently it's absolute havoc. Um, but I would recommend the last weekend in November. That's Lu- Lucy's to Penneth. What do you think, Huey? That is your two, Penneth. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and, and what's your view on the best time to visit? Uh, I would, uh, I would agree with that. It's going to be Christmas in November. Mm. Yeah, from, probably from at least mid-November. I think onwards. it's like sixth of November most yeah. years, is it? Because they they take Halloween down and then just go. It's Christmas. Pretty much, yeah. Mm. Yeah. In fact, they put up Christmas huts on on uh, the first of November last time. I was there at Halloween. It's like going through that door in, uh, from Halloween Town in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. You mm. just slide down a slide and boom, it's it's, it's Christmas there. everywhere. Quite a few people have been in touch this week. Do you want me to go through some of that? I, I'd love you to, but I, didn't we promise we'd start with Lauren Lawrence's stuff? Well, Lawrence's is a trip report. These, okay. these are more just uh, getting in touch type stuff. Oh. Oh, yeah. Correspondence, if you will. Let's touch base. Let's touch base, base. yeah. Yeah. So people have been in touch on YouTube. I'm sorry if you've got a real name and I don't have it, but you're just going to get your YouTube name. So Let's High Five says, I don't watch live, but catch up during the week whilst cooking and cleaning, etc. You can scratch off Netherlands if not already done so. To get Netherlands on your list. List, list. I might do that this week. Well, I might if get you do, the... I will bring a second camera next week and we'll, I'll point it at it and we can actually show it. And then if we've only to scratch off next week, we can start actually scratching them off live like on the a, show. Like a weather girl. I always wanted to be a weather girl when I was young. Can you imagine the excitement? <laughs> uh, Mummy and Mini-Me says, um, regarding our discussion last week about the Eurostar, it's strange with the Eurostar as I've been on it three times in the last six months and the queue's been fine. I've either walked straight through or it's longer uh, but keeps moving. I also walked past it at lunchtime on Saturday last week and it was empty. So our experience is very different to other people's. I just think it's quite interesting nah. that that the problems that have been raised and the issues with passport control, it's not obviously been seen every day and not by everybody. It's good to know that because that's like when you get a TripAdvisor circumstantial um, you know, review of a restaurant that goes, terrible, it took 20, 25 minutes to bring my starter out and it might just be one person's experience. So we had a little slag off last week, mm-hmm. just our experience. Experiences may differ. Absolutely right. Uh, again, we don't break news. <laughs> we just uh, what, throw our own views. What's up. your theory with star reviews on things, Huey? Um, you can only trust... Uh, they might be true, but you can't trust five stars and one star reviews. Or you can only trust the, the fours, threes and the twos. Those are the yeah. ones I read. Because five stars are normally from blinkered fans. Four, three and two are trustworthy. And one is usually an anecdotal rant. Valid. Apart, apart from us on um, on Apple Podcasts, because oh, actually yeah. no, we have four point five, I think. Yeah. Stars, oh, so. yeah, we got one <laughs> one star review because um, what was it for? Why was it one star? Because we're garbage. Oh, because we didn't. It was a film review, one, wasn't it? it was from we the didn't other one. like. Oh, they didn't agree with our opinions on Toy the Story film. <laughs> we, we didn't like one of the films that they liked, um, <laughs> so that meant. We only deserved one star. You should. That's you what it means by it. An- anecdotal rant. You should <laughs> categorise it. Like, if you're going to like rate a podcast, it should be like, 
one point for the like presenters chemistry you know another for production values you know one for like how unique it is you know then something else and something else don't just go i disagree with this one point one star Mm. Mm. ridiculous Mm. mean speaking of which if you want to go on itunes and leave us a review and and you know a positive one that would be lovely um it does help us get up in the search engines and things you can leave us a one star review if like you just think we are completely worthless yeah then that that's understandable and if you explain yourself that's fine (laughs) yeah if you like lucy's voice really grates on my nerves Say so. No, well. I know for a fact uh, that someone hates me uh, online. <laughs> <laughs> they, said, they said, what's his problem? What is what is with that Hugh? <laughs> Yeah, they just kept saying... What's what, with that Hugh? What's, what's with him? What's with him? And uh, they didn't explain what, what they meant. They just hated me. And they even said they went on a, a hate binge watch because they hated me so much. Hey, that still means we got the clicks, so that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to, again, before the chat goes up, I'm just going to um, address Brian Passy's question. He says, hello, speaking of pins, is mm. it worthwhile to bring some slightly older pins from Disneyland California for trading? Preferably, Br- I'd say. I was going to say, that is a brilliant idea and you would probably get good trades for those, as long as they are genuine pins. Um, you might even get a conversation out of one of the pin yeah. traders if you're lucky. But um, the, the French are very snobby about pin trading and it, it will be a like-for-like situation, but that probably puts you in good state, in good stead for getting some <laughs> We had uh, some good trades. Someone, someone walked past Lucy outside the Cars ride in Hollywood Studios and um, you did some trading with uh, just a passerby. Didn't I did. Yeah. I did. So that, that's um, quite nice. That's, well, that's it, fun. It's, it's happened once there, hasn't it? And it's, it hasn't even happened in Florida, has it? it so well, once ever it's happened that a, like a passerby has said, "Oh, do you want to do?" A guy a walked trade? past me um, with in Wilderness Lodge and asked to see my lanyard, and then he stood looking at my lanyard for a bit, and then said, "No, he didn't want to trade anything." <laughs> that's awkward. But, <laughs> well, especially because your lanyard sits very close to your lady area. Is that what Top you said? Top lady areas. <laughs> Is that what you said? No, no, I don't. Why? No, but you How know. How long was it? Oh, the, 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 that lady area. The top lady areas. <laughs> okay. So the mammaries. So if <laughs> if a gentleman stops oh, and, wa- and wants to check your pins out, <laughs> it was a little uncomfortable. It might have, I think, meant, it might have meant your legs. I think it was real. I, you know, I don't you think for a minute. You off to have these I, conversations. Well, you know, no, you didn't I, have I to, did, like, prod and poke. I did hold it out to him like, like that but it's still it it got quite close and had a little nosy and it was a genuine pin change he's really sniffing them that we got a bit worried (laughs) (laughs) right who is Nate says wait (laughs) I'm trying to move on (laughs) who is Nate says wait should we only leave four stars since fives are worthless then (coughs) yeah (laughs) probably or don't listen to Hugh. Well, you can leave five stars, mm. but if it was me, have I, to really mean I would it. I would um, filter it to the threes and the fours, you know, just to see. <laughs> I like writing reviews on Amazon, um, and if I like something, I will give it five stars. I do think about my reviews mm-hmm. before I do it, mm-hmm. but then usually my reviews I just write are completely pointless things like um, plastic and sufficient or whatever. I, I, I like to just put things that... that explain how I feel about it but yeah. don't necessarily help people <laughs> I'm just going to come back to Brian because he's, gonna, he's planning on pin trading in Paris and if you're used to pin trading in America it's a little more limited they do have a pin trading post which is like a shop and a stall entirely dedicated to pin trading and your best bet is to go up there because you can uh, a lot of 
cast members just don't have pins on them. So it's up by the Pocahontas Playground. Is that called the Pocahontas Playground or has it got a snappy it is, yeah. name? It's called Pocahontas something yeah (laughs) the Pocahontas playground which is behind big thunder mountain and going up towards um the frontierland railway so that's where you're going to find pablo's trading post and that's where you want to go brian lovely little shop it is we like to get uh, ice creams and uh take them all the way from cafe de la bruce up there dripping by that point because it's a little (laughs) bit of a walk Um. (laughs) hugh doesn't like to enjoy his trips (laughs) (laughs) but i said i liked it (laughs) Take them there, but if you can get, if you can, if it's not too hot, because sometimes, in fact, I got there once quite angry, and Lucy started to talk to me, and I said, I said, can you just take this? It's dripping all over me. And I, I just really wanted my mango whip, and I wanted, I wanted to take it and stop talking. I think you were vlogging, and uh, I wanted my ice cream. Yeah. I'm going to find out what that playground is, because uh, uh, it's like... Frontierland Playground. Wits Wanderlust has yeah, already but, told us. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I felt like it wasn't called Pocahontas I Playground. I remember having Pocahontas. Naming it though, um, I don't mm. know. Mm. Yeah, it's front of the edge. Yeah, hey, you're right. What's um, what else can I tell you? Mike Jackson's been in touch. He says, "Hi team, some seriously great shows these last few weeks. Really enjoying them. On our last trip to DLP, I was picked out of the crowd in Stitch Live. What a brilliant experience! We were talking about that last week as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah." He also says, um, I still have a trip report to send you. I could give some insight into the priority card if you like. So that's good. We're going to get some some insight in that as well. Yes, please. Please send it through. Uh, who else has been in touch? It's me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading over your shoulder. I, I can tell Deborah. you if you want. I did honestly do that on purpose, surprisingly. Um, Philippa Chapman's been in touch and says, Hi, would it be possible for you to talk about different breakfast options at DLP at some point, especially what places are open inside the parks, as I know there's not much. <laughs> yeah, not much. Trying to plan as much as possible as going with a toddler for the first time. Thanks. Yeah, I feel really bad because I kind of promised this video and then... Um, started a university well, course. Well, I promised and all food videos as well. And, and about time. I didn't promise anything. Yeah. So, it's yeah. Way to go. Excellent chance. Inside the park, um, for a, a sit down, it's all quick sit. Well, no, okay. <laughs> Full conversation. For a sit down character breakfast, you've got the option of Plaza Gardens, but you have to book well in advance. The easiest way to do it is do it through Disney when you book, but otherwise it's... Uh, well, if, it, you uh, if you don't book it well in advance, then uh, in that way, in that then way, you can't book it until a couple of weeks it's, out. No, it's only three days, I think. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you if you're not staying on site for some reason, or you're doing an annual pass thing, then you <clears> yeah, it's three days. So try book it when you book it if you want to do that character meal. But if you're not doing that, then it's quick service at Hyperion, and I quite like it. It's a got it's got a feel of a McDonald's breakfast to it, hasn't it? Mm. It's kind of like an egg muffin situation, um, and croissants and orange juice and things. And um, I've got fond memories of of that breakfast. Um, but what we tend to do is we met the most of the first hour, and then we snack. And so for your options, then are Main Street Bakery. And, um, you know, croissants, muffins and things that they've got there. Or I am partial to a Darth Vader waffle in uh, Discoveryland. Could eat in the uh, village. Mm. In the village, you've got lots of options. You've got a good old sit down, well, fry up basically at um, Annette's. And then you've got breakfast sandwiches that come with like a meal deal with a coffee and whatnot at Earl of Sandwich and Starbucks. McDonald's. McDonald's does breakfast. Um, 
in my opinion, the highest quality food you're going to get is doing a hotel breakfast. Yeah, the, the hotel breakfast is spot on. Not cheap, but... Well, it's buffets, but I can't remember how much it is, but it's it's but worth you it. Up for your lunch if you oh want yeah, you we, uh, you really fill up. <laughs> you you do really fill up, and you could probably do with a really light lunch after that. Mm-hmm. Cheryl uh, says we loved the Earl of Sandwich breakfast, and Mark Chester says Luke loved the breakfast at Annette's diner. Yeah, did mm-hmm. he use the fork? Luke, pancakes are very sticky, Luke. I think if you if you're on the once in a lifetime trip. I, and you're there like say four days you want four breakfasts I would do one of each of these I'd be like let's breakfast in the hotel one day and another day we're going to do early magic time and then just get snacks another time we're going to see what our nets is like you know what I mean Cause it, but because we tend to just we just do it now we just do it we're down to snack level <laughs> we've stopped planning that much you can also if you haven't got breakfast you can't uh, and you're staying in one of the hotels you can always go down in the morning and pay for it anyway so you can do that yeah. um, when we went the first time we went to Hyperion Cafe Hyperion for our first breakfast and we said oh we're not doing that again mainly because of the queuing not because of the food um, and that was that was our decision made for the rest of the holiday so we ate at the chuck wagon at, at hotel chain then for the rest of the week and we just paid the supplement on top of of what we got to to cover the cost so you can just go down and pay for it if you want to if you're staying there yeah i will say i didn't mention that the queuing at breakfast time at hyperion is horrendous and that's another thing if we do it we do it after extra magic time we don't waste our extra magic time queuing it's, in hyperion it's bad if you get back to your table and you realize they've forgotten something fundamental <laughs> from your meal and there's like uh, you have to kind of push back through to say, you know, which never looks good, does it? It's not a good look pushing through just to say you've missed something off my order because people think you're pushing in. Mm. Not not good. Not cool, man. Not cool. Okay, one more person's been in touch. It's Pamela who's in the chat today. And Pamela says, one for Lucy. Thanks so much for introducing me to the concept of Disney bounding. I'm 60 days out. She says 57 in the chat now, I've noticed. Uh, 57 days out from our post-pandemic bucket list trip. And look what came in the post. Photos below of me geeking right out. Also, I'll show you the photos in a second. Also, can I please ask, in one of your videos, you mentioned a place near Auberge de Cendrillon where you can see cast members as they exit the castle stage. Can you describe that again as I'm not sure where this is? Yeah, I'll do that first. It, there's a courtyard um, outside uh, that that place you just mentioned. Auberge de Cendrillon. Auberge de Cendrillon. Um, Cinderella's Royal Table. The one that's... I know, <laughs> I know. I don't know why I'm waving this tiny hammer around either. That's my... It's a Mjolnir of failure. Um, At least you're worthy. <laughs> I'm, yeah, if where these Cinderella's carriages brilliant photo spot by the way and it amazes me how quiet that area is you can almost always get a photo there if you go where the carriages there's a little archway um on the far side of the courtyard so not the one you've just come out of to not the one where you can see the uh, sword in the stone go into the courtyard and then back out again and you'll find yourself in like a little um i don't know like just a little 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 place a little little place yeah a little place there's a tower there that you can't go up in um, yeah and there's a walkway that'll take you down to the um the wishing well when it's open and you've no earthly reason to be there which is why it's quiet and it just so happens that yeah they just walk past you and we had a lovely chat with snow white there Yeah, when bonnie was dressed as snow white yeah if you want to see if you want confirmation exactly of where it is 
if you if you uh, look for the secret spot on YouTube, loads of people have they talk about yeah. it and they, they call it the secret spot, don't they? So yeah, might not be that secret. What's funny is uh, when, when we went back the next the time after that, uh, we saw a Rapunzel who looked a lot like the Snow White mm. that we'd met. <laughs> I was watching the vi- was watching the video back and I was like, huh, that's interesting. Huh. Uh, Pamela has a, a PS for you, Hugh. While snack stalking on YouTube, yep, I'm that lassie, I came across a Sam for God vlog at the web food truck. I can indeed confirm the sad news that the mango cup is naught but mango chunks in a cup. Yeah. Sad times indeed, the search continues. So, <laughs> yeah. so here, here is a... There was some speculation oh, about uh, whether the mango cup was just chunks mango. You have my full unadulterated appreciation for that. I've been putting mine together for Florida this week and that's... And, and that I've done I've done Ariel in a in a similar vein yeah. to that, that with a full skirt. Good. I just put to do, together a bound for Bonnie this week. Um she's going to be Russell from up. So I've just brought her a little yellow t shirt and some khaki shorts oh, and then nice. she's she's already got all the accessories. My, my, and I think I'm gonna go as Kevin <laughs> again. My most involved bound look at that in a minute. Um was uh Bixit Felix Jr. <laughs> And I had, um, did I have a baseball cap? But maybe maybe it was pinned to my belt. But I had like, I bought a brown belt and I had uh, like a pale blue shirt and it was open with a white t-shirt underneath and I'd stenciled, it's hammer time. It, stop, no. <clears throat> it's hammer time or something? Yeah, it's hammer the, time on your t-shirt. On the t-shirt. And then I got a tiny little gold hammer pin and I got some um, 8-bit style glasses Mm. Just for one, <laughs> this costume costs about forty quid. Wore it once. That's it. It's very addictive. My favourite of yours that I've seen on on photographs of your trips is is the um, Nick Wilde. Oh yeah. I well, like that that's more like cosplay because yes, it is. Be- but I quite like because it. there is a shirt and tie <clears throat> that were like bought as like a cosplay thing, but um, people got a kick out of it. I don't know. I mean, I suppose it is cosplay, but but it's it's also clothes that you would wear. It's not like it's, an, yeah. it's not a massive stretch from from what you would wear regularly. I think last I I uh, saw that shirt, one of the bu- buttons had come off, and uh, and then I took it again and another time, and I forgot, and I just couldn't wear it because it was just too open, like at the belly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find my um, uh, my fix fix it Felix Junior thing. If people want to see it, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet it uh, in, in Instagram it under the hashtag hashtag thirty seven Disney Street fix it. Excellent. Um, so that's that's all the things I've got. If you have been in touch, I apologise if I haven't got you down here. I do have a lot of trip reports still. Keep them coming in. It might be getting to the point where I have to be quite selective about what I read out and what I don't um, because we're getting a lot of stuff from you guys. And it's nice great. problems so it to coming. have. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. So so yeah, I don't know where we're at now, but if you're ready to go with trip reports, and I can we can jump into uh, into Lawrence's trip report that we started last week if you like. I would say shoot. Cool. Start from the beginning because uh, there was a funny bit at the start and uh, we want to get the full full effect. Audience trip roundup. That's all right. Last time on Audience Trip Roundup. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence Wheatman, <laughs> Lawrence Wheatman uh, got in touch with us. We started reading his report out. We started reading it with three minutes to spare at the end of the show. Sorry about that, Lawrence. Um, he began by telling us um, in a very nicely broken up email with his first section about a booking tip. Don't have more than three children or take a friend. Take a friend. That was the tip I took from that. I enjoyed that. He started by saying we've made an error of having three children. It was a massive mistake. 
which yeah. I think was a joke that, that he was referring to. Oh, well. I, I'm assuming it was a joke. We've got one. <clears throat> um, yeah, so uh, do, I, do you want me to read all this bit out again? Yes. Yes. Uh, no, well, didn't we read all that out last I, time? Yeah. I, th- I think we did, yes. Blast yeah. through it. So, well, no, let's go on to the next point. This is what we said we were going to do. But Okay, but so essentially what he, was say, what he was saying was that it was only costing £60 more to take an extra person and have two rooms than it would have done to have not had the extra person. That's right, isn't it? Are you going mm. kind to of carry on reading, Lucy? Because you, you were reading it last week. Yeah, babes. Uh, yeah, there you go. I was trying a thing there. Did it work? No, babes. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we drove. Use club pack. Use club card points on the tunnel. Yes, we have done this, and this was the only reason we went on the tunnel the first time, but we enjoyed it greatly, so we paid after that. We went on the Euro Tunnel. It was the first time we drove, having uh, previously gone via Eurostar to Paris or on a coach and ferry as part of a group. It was much cheaper than flying, which we tried to avoid, or the Eurostar, especially given there were six of us travelling in one car. Mm. Um, Imagine the bathroom breaks. When we first booked Disney, the difference between the Saver tickets and the Flexi Plus tickets on the Euro Tunnel was small enough for me to wonder if it was worth the flexibility. Lounge access, free food and drink. I prevaricated and um, booked the Euro Tunnel quite late in the end. And by then, the Saver tickets had actually come down in price. If you opt for a cancellation Flexi Plus ticket, it might be worth seeing if you can swap for a cheaper Saver closer to the time. Do you get that? Yes. Yes. Thing. <clears throat> Check your options, because and these things do oscillate. And I have to say that I've um, hesitated, and it's gone up or it's gone down, and it, it's dynamic pricing. So check the site. When booking, I was offered breakdown cover and holiday insurance combined for sixty-five pounds. We don't have European breakdown or annual travel insurance, and the cheapest I found for a single trip for our 12-year-old car was £65 from Green Flag. It's unusual that these bundled insurances for bundled insurances from the tra- travel operator work out better, so I nearly dismissed it, so it's worth checking. I also got the option to pay with club card vouchers. I've become really terrible for forgetting to use these, so cleared my club card account club card account and at triple the value for the Euro Tunnel versus spending the vouchers in store. That's I barely great, paid any actual money for the Euro Tunnel. Um, mm. We've, the last two trips we've taken to Florida, we've paid for our hotel parking <coughs> um, using club card vouchers. And because we're spending vouchers, not real money, we've forked out for valet parking and stuff like that, which we would never spend pounds on. No. So it's just, it's great, great mm. option. No one checked, but if you're not familiar with driving in France, do remember your license, vehicle logbook, high-vis jackets, now required for all passengers, UK sticker, a spare bulb kit, and headlight beam converters. I hadn't driven in France before and didn't do much research on route, but it was easy, easy enough. You will need a cooperative, cooperative and awake front passenger. Um, to work the tolls and help with visibility of roundabouts. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's your job. And your job, because Laura does the French like... Well, she has done both times she? I've been, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, have some spare cards French handy genre. for the tolls, because our foreign fee-free aqua didn't work on the tolls, although the styling card did. I think our Revolut um, did. Yeah, my card always did. I don't think I've had any problems with that. Um, the the kit thing, by the way, if you did happen to forget to get a car kit, 
they are there in abundance at the Euro Tunnel when you get there in, in the place. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a shop that's like just, also, just dedicated to An that. AA shop that just sells that stuff. Also, bear in mind, if you're not going to be travelling at night, you don't really need to put the light covers on. So I, what I would suggest is, I'm not saying don't have them because you absolutely should have them, but put them on when you need them. Then if you don't need them, you don't waste them and you still got them for next time. Hot tip. <laughs> Hot tip. We still have our kit. It's the same kit that we bought the first time we went. And it's yeah, just, we, we do. Just, we cart it out Should every we time we go. Explain what the headlight converts are. It's a little bit, a little sticker about this big, and you rip off different bits of it depending on which car you've got, mm-hmm. and you look at a very complicated piece of paper that tells you where to stick it, yeah. and it says that there's marks on the on the plastic of your lights, and there isn't any marks. You pretty much have to guess. Back in the olden days, you just put used to put a, a yellow gel over over mm. your lights, and that did it. It just mm. dimmed it. But now, what it does basically is. Um, if you think about your car, because we drive on the left-hand side, our lights point that point to the left, to so the left, they to don't the left. glare on the cars on coming towards you on the right-hand side. But when you See, go to France, if it's pointing that way, your lights are, are directly flash, uh, uh, directly flashing or whatever on the oncoming cars. So you need to be able to block that off so it doesn't do it. Mm. That's it. That's it. Thing You'd is, think they've invented something where you could flick a switch and it just did that, wouldn't you? Mm. That, that would be the logical thing. Thing I is, I do the the physical driving and then I, I kind of... It is delegated to Hugh to do tasks like that. And the thing is, when you give Hugh that kind of task, it's his thing. Do you know what I mean? He's like, he's all over it. And it is like, he's like, we... This, we're going to get this right. This is going to be the, the most important thing on the trip. And you were like, you were so on all that driving stuff. And all I had to do was make the car move, really. Mm. Yeah, yes. I, I did most of the work. Yeah. And you drove hundreds of miles. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I put a sticker on <laughs> some headlights. No, but I mean, you were you were, you were were on your knees. You were lining things up. Oh, you it were... makes me want to go and drive to Disneyland Paris talking about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I love the drive down. Let's we'll do it. it. So the uh, high vis thing's new, isn't it? No, that's been no, in for no. Quite a long we've time. got we've got three under our passenger seat. <laughs> All right, we've had them for oh. ever since we first drove. Oh. Yeah, well, should I know supposed that? to have one for we every, could, we could every person in the car. Right? Could yeah. have made a Beastie Boys video between the three. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> we should start wearing them on the show. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I I shared the drive with our friend, and we managed to do the whole trip from Cambridgeshire to Disney in a day, staying in the Premier Class Hotel, a bit like a Premier Inn, 10 minutes from the park, the night before and after our Disney trip to maximise times in the parks. This is a Fletch tip, isn't it? Um, To stay in a cheap hotel the night before. Oh, yeah, stay in a cheap hotel the night before, nearby, so that you can just uh, jump in the next day. If you do... Need to stop at a supermarket. I'd recommend doing this in Calais as we found it hard to find any on the way beyond that. We ended up off route a lot, eventually finding a little hey, uh, where we had our only major driving incident, taking the left hand side of the road off a mini roundabout. I'll get you every time, Oops. only to be met by oncoming traffic and the central reservation, <laughs> preventing me from correcting myself. Luckily, the car that watched me reverse up the road wasn't a police car, but a fellow UK sticking vehicle. <laughs> and the driver of which was laughing his head off. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to the main roads, you'll be fine. 
Oh, well, that's fortunate. The UK would laugh. We don't want any tutting eye rolling. Do you want another one of these paragraphs? That was the driving one. Mm. Should, we, should we continue? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some lovely conversations about Disney bounding going on in the chat. I know. Right? Gels. <laughs> um, consider iconic small rides, not big ones for magic hours. You speak in my lingo, Lawrence. You are. Um, we struggled to get into the park at the start of Magic Hours with hotel breakfasts, but on the first day we had a pack-up breakfast to eat in the car. We arrived at Santa Fe at 7.45 to pick up our passes, boarded a bus at 8 and were in the park by 8.20. Yes, Boom. Um, we headed straight for Fantasyland. We did Peter Pan's flight, Dumbo and Teacups, the Carousel and Pinocchio within an hour of arriving in Fantasyland and joined the queue to meet Mickey by 9.40. That's pretty good going. Mm. An hour and 20 minutes of walked up Main Street. Good time. Uh, we still didn't come out of there till nearly 11.30. This is the thing. Those character meets suck up your day. But managed to walk straight into the 11.40 Let's Sing Christmas show at Videopolis as they were opening the doors to let people in. Oh, that's just made me cry with the magic of it. We were, were delighted by how much we felt we'd packed in by noon on our first day and felt less pressure to return to Fantasyland for things like Dumbo later on in our trip. Mm. I would rather, like, blitz and be ridiculously sort of disciplined on the first day and go boom, 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 and then on days two, three, and four just be able to enjoy the park than get to your last day and be like, oh, we still haven't ridden Buzz and look, it's a 45-minute wait. Should we do it? You know what I mean? It's interesting you say that because I've just about finished um, writing my stuff for a video on Premiere Access. And one of the things that I think could be a real bonus of, of the Premier Access Ultimate is that you can do that. Mm. Bang, bang, bang. Get all your rides done then. Just and relax then, for the rest of your holiday. Yeah. But you have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, try to see parades and illuminations on good weather days. Aside from not wanting to get wet, if you have a mix of rainy days and good days, you should really give the parades a miss on the wet days. We were disappointed not to see the Christmas tree lighting ceremony for the Christmas parade on our first evening. It was raining, but we assumed they'd stop doing it because it was after Christmas. The next day, we decided to watch it again. We found a better spot near the entrance gates on town square it was lovely weather and the show was amazing that's in caps amazing we realized we just caught the wet weather drive-by parade uh, which also happened to us with the 30th anniversary dream and shine by parade <laughs> ah. the first time that we saw that parades are very disappointing in the rain um the i don't think disney parades are ever disappointing they, they, they can are, be disappointing in blistering sun as well because when we were there last year the, the 30th parade wasn't stopping either, was it? It was just going straight through because it was too hot for them to get up and dance. Mm. Mm, that's true. That happened to us with the jungle one. Still it? good. Mm. It's, it's still good. It's still nice to see them doing their thing. It's just, it's just uh, not as good as it could be. Oh, this one stings, though. We got an announcement that the drones wouldn't make an appearance 10 minutes before they were due to be on. <sighs> that would upset me because we would have been staying for those drones. We had a good spot for the fireworks, so stayed for those. And the next night, we just watched the drones from the town square bandstand and made a quick getaway ahead of the crowds. Yes, that's the way to go. <laughs> Would you mind awfully if I'd passed this on to Hubert? Because he's been suspiciously quiet and I'm getting a sore throat. <laughs> Learn when rides are quiet. I think it's... Uh... 
probably a bit seasonal as to which rides are busy at which times of the year, but there are obvious patterns day by day. I think that between Christmas and the New Year, it was probably busier with families, so some of the roller coasters like Hyperspace had short queues in the evenings, but Buzz Lightyear's Laser Quest was always very busy with families, Mm -hmm. meaning we used our second day magic hours to go on that instead. We found that Phantom Manor was always quiet in the evening, just after the last Christmas parade, despite having 40-minute queues during the day. Every night we went on it a couple of times without queuing and went on it six times. I expect this wouldn't be the case at Halloween. It's better when it's getting <laughs> darker as well, isn't it? I was going to say that's so where I'd gravitate at dusk. Yeah. Uh, but I agree, it is quiet in the evening. So it's worth checking rides you aren't heading for in the app regularly to learn when they're quiet. Mm-hmm. Similarly, the evening also gave quiet opportunities to go on Pirates of the Caribbean with no queue, or Topia with a 15-minute queue, 90 minutes at one point during the day. Star Tours with no queue and Hyperspace Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain had 15 to 20 minute queues late. There you are. Yes. Going on rides at quiet times means you can enjoy the rest of the time in the park doing other things. There were some rides we didn't go on like Crush's Coaster and... Um, web. Oh, Web. Yeah, I thought it was... A, um, I was like, what? what's, with that? A web what's sling- that short for? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a shame though. I would consider that a big shame at the moment if you're left without going on Web Slingers. It was the highlight of my trip last time. Mm. But there was a log queue, <clears> so they prioritised shows instead. Uh, I was worried that Lucy kept saying on the podcast that the time between Christmas and New Year was the busiest and that the park was at capacity with no tickets available on the gate. Lucy's pulling her face. That's but that's it, true, though. And it was like that in the summer when we were there. There was no capacity. It, true. It doesn't necessarily mean it's unmanageable. I mean, when we were there, yes, it was really busy, but we, we were going on Pirates of the Caribbean with 10 minutes, 5-minute wait. Um, Phantom Manor with 5-10 minute wait. It, it wasn't... You know, a lot of the rides were fine. We we walked on to um, Star Tours on numerous occasions. Mm. Mm. But he says, we still managed to do 30 rides. Saw Mickey and the Magician, the Frozen Show, the Lion King mm-hmm. Show, the Christmas Show, Stars and Parade, the Christmas Parade twice, and three sit-down meals at Captain Jack's. Wow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Commas are important, uh, Cap- Q. <laughs> yes, uh, Captain Jack's, Auberge, and Agrabah. <laughs> Uh, what? I must have really liked it. I must have loved that rice pudding. Mahi mahi. I really thought we'd struggle to fit in much at all, so I was delighted. It's because it's on the next line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it. Do you understand how I struggle sometimes to read these out? Yeah. Do the hotel character tour. On the last evening, we needed to get to the car from Santa Fe. We left the park at 8pm and we caught the bus to Newport Bay. I left my wife and our friend forever. No, uh, in the bar there to get some cocktails and took the children to see Pluto there. We then mm. left via the back doors onto the lake and walked to Sequoia where we saw Goofy. We then took the river path to the back of Santa Fe to see Minnie. Oh. This is this is a good tip. Characters meet in the lobby and often people go and meet their own character in their own lobby. But remember, you can go in any hotel you want at any time and meet all their characters too. It's a lovely walk, it isn't too far, and by entering uh, the rear entrances of the hotels, you avoid having to go through the laborious security checkpoints each time. It was a great way to see Sneaking some... about, sneaking about around the hotel. <laughs> Tip for anyone carrying a gun. <laughs> if you tiptoe, they don't even notice you. <laughs> it was a great way to see some more characters in a different hotel, uh, in different hotel-specific outfits, that's true. And we managed to get extra photo pass photos with two of them as there was an official photographer. I think this was all of the hotels where we could walk up and see characters in the hotels. Mm. And after doing that walk, we drove back to Newport Bay to collect the others from the bar. I don't know how much of it was luck, but I was pleased we didn't bump into repeat characters. 
You might need an excuse for that eventuality to keep the magic alive, such as the characters getting driven between hotels. Yeah, always have a, a, um, a story for, for your kids. They do tend to have different characters at different hotels like, at the same they time. Do. They do. They, like they, they know people do this and they don't double up, I don't think. I think it's always different characters. Mm. It's like um, improv with, with your kids sometimes. You have to like think on your feet and be like, ow, oh, well, that must be because of uh, the magic. That the, the the must the, it must be because of the magic. Just use that yeah, line. Just the magic. Underground passages. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally, what? And Sorry, finally. Penny Bunty has just said, "Aren't the characters are out of Marvel just for the hotel guests?" Oh, yes. Now they are, and they've done it a bit different. They've got mm-hmm. these like really unique photo spots that are actually they're not like in the lobby. They're in a room down a corridor, and I think you have to book. Do you have to book slots as well? You can kind. I don't I'm know. Not sure. I don't think you have to book slots. I don't think so. I think if, yeah, I don't know. There was a guy with a clipboard asking if we'd got a slot. Mm. Um, but it might. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we weren't staying there and we explained we weren't staying there and then it, it was just a no go. Um, but all the others, they just stood in the lobby. So there's really nothing to stop you joining the queue. It's They've set it up differently out of Marvel. But they, that's because they know it'll be popular. Mm. So. Finally, uh, the next trip. We like staying at Disney properties with shuttles, magic hours, no massive queue to get into the park and the option of the meal plan. Now we've conquered driving, I think we'll be much more likely to use Davy Crockett's next time. We would drive, park at the park for free, probably still go down, uh, sorry, probably still go sit to sit down restaurants, but would be more likely to self-cater breakfast and make better use of magic hours. Uh, that'd be much cheaper in comparison. We'd save on breakfast and have more flexibility. We've been to DLP in summer, spring, and now winter. The obvious next trip is Halloween. Thanks for the podcast. Do it. Mm. it really helped it. a lot. Great <sighs> tips there. I think great tips. Really good us. and beautifully laid out as well. I think your family would like David Crockett Ranch next time, Chris. I think it would yeah. be financially uh, good. Fear, but it, like he says, it ticks all the boxes and it's got a bit of a different different feel. I, I fancy Davy Crockett. The only thing I don't fancy about it is the fact that you have to drive in every time. I'm not sure. I've, I've heard he fancies you too, Chris. The drive in is really easy. The drive out isn't uh, because the drive in is like five minutes and it's just like going to the end of the road. But when you come back, you're on the wrong side of a dual carriageway, so you've got to go down to the next junction. Go around the junction, go back onto the dual carriageway to get mm-hmm. back to Davy Crockett. So it's the it's the one back, and I think that's where I lost a hubcap, wasn't it? We uh, yes, we missed it once as well, so we had to go down to the next roundabout. Mm. Remember, it took ages yeah. to get back. Went over a pothole <laughs> in the dark, and we heard this almighty clatter. The next morning, we noticed with no hubcap. I think it could have gone off at any time that hubcap. You know, I don't think it was the dark. I think it just rolled off. Well, I think we went over it. Anyway. I, th- I think it was during the day when we were coming out, uh, just going on uh, s- slip road into the motorway. It just came off then, I think. Oh. Uh, mm. Penny says, David Crockett is awesome. Our favourite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I'll tell you another thing about David Crockett is we went there at Christmas and I took a little tree and some lights and decorated the cabin, which I know you could do with a hotel room, but there's something that felt really special because you've got a cabin to yourself. So you can, like, you know, dress the windows and stuff. So that's a nice tip. And Bonnie would be like, let's go back to the cabin in the woods. She loved it, didn't mm. she? I she was three. Pull up a video of her saying that. Mm. Um, 
I do have other trip reports, but I'm conscious of the time. I have a question here that I've, I've, I think I've missed. So if I've said it, if I've asked it before, then I apologise. But I think it's still good conversation anyway. Always. Um, this is from Sebastian Olway. Sebastian says, I'm returning to DLP after about 15 years. Um, this time I'll be going with my wife, mother-in-law, and taking my two children, five and two years old, as we wanted to enjoy the magic through their eyes. I'm sure it'll be the start of regular visits mirroring my childhood. Have I have I read this out before? I, it sounds familiar. Um, but Oh, goodness me. Well, I real, feel bad if I have, because it will only have been last week. But anyway, um, thank you so much for the podcast and videos, which have been helpful and enlightening. Sounds like there have been quite a few changes, but I'm looking forward to getting back to the place I really love. I feel like we have read this out before, you know. The question, anyway, is... What would be your top tip for arriving at the park about 2 or 3 p.m. for the first time after having got off the train? Oh, I think, no, I think you asked it and we said, let's answer that next week because we were getting towards the end just like we are today. There we are. This is your end end of podcast question, isn't it? Excuse me, spitting. Um, What what would your tips be? For arriving at between 2 and 3. So they're staying at Santa Fe. Um... And you'll have to go get checked in and everything. So well, you're just going to head straight to the park. So Do you have to? We did talk briefly about this because you said you need to go and see that. You need to go see the castle. I think we have. To, I think we've talked about this. I feel like we've already said it, mm. and I brought it up again because I, I didn't unflag it. But yeah, mine would be get yourself down Main Street, surely. Absolutely. I yeah. I'd just head straight through the castle. I wouldn't. You're hitting the rides at one of the most one of the busiest times so I wouldn't be like oh you must go to this ride I would just I would plan a route where you get to see everything walk down Main Street walk through the castle walk to the back of um, Fantasyland and then I would walk all the way through Adventureland and to get to Phantom Manor so you do like a nice D nice, shape yeah, yeah. D shape and then Phantom Manor would be your first ride I wonder what your answer was last week um, <laughs> this is quite That's good I've, I've basically done what Hugh does <laughs> But a, a week apart, yeah. <laughs> rather than uh, getting distracted within five minutes of us talking about something, I've left it a whole week. Well, I've not really listened to any of this because I've been finding a clip of Bonnie saying "night night" back to the cabin in the woods when, when we said <laughs> David Crockett's here. We go listening. <laughs> back to the cabin. Oh, she, oh she's got such a strong accent at that age. She's like she doesn't sound like that anymore. She was so cute. That was three-year-old Bonnie. She's I haven't cabin heard, in the woods. Haven't heard that voice in ages. Did that come across, listeners? Now she's all like Aww. she talks. She talks in proper teenage slang now. Like you know, she's eight. Yeah, she's eight. Sorry. Talking about him in such an accent. Well, there we are. Um, I've still got quite a number of trip reports for us to work through, but we're kind of out of time for today, aren't we? So I uh, I won't do any of these ones right now. Um, but we've got them from Matthew... F- oh, no, that's that's another one. Um, we've got them from Jenny Weir. We've got them from Carla Cascarini. We've got them from Andy Millen and from Sarah Poland as well. Oh, it's exciting. It's, I, lo- I love hearing about other people's trips and it makes me feel like I'm there. And it's just suddenly made me... Wa- Even though we're about exactly a week away from our... <laughs> Walt Disney World trip, well, a week and a day. Um, it's made me want to go to Disneyland Paris instead. <laughs> nice. Uh, Disneyland Penny Paris is the best park, by Penny the way. Penny says of, of Bonnie, wait until she's calling you bruv. I just want to say, Lucas and Ollie call each other and me and everybody else bro all the time now. Oh, it's infuriating. Dear. I'm not looking forward to the point when she stops calling me mummy and starts calling me mum. That's going to be oh. a bit upsetting. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm looking forward to Ollie stopping saying "daddy" every two seconds. To be honest with you, so if daddy, we change it to "dad," daddy, it'll be progress. Daddy, daddy, we just shouts it from another room. 
every time. <laughs> he never comes and talks to me. He just shouts from another room and waits for me to respond. Pamela just said, one week to Walt Disney World. That's awesome. Jealous. Yeah, it's uh, been a rather unplanned. No, it's not unplanned, as in we were expecting it. I just haven't put as much planning into it because of busyness and it's a bit scary and I genuinely can't believe that 11 days will be there. So what she said today. She went, no, like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Are we going to talk about this in uh, in Extra Magic time? Probably. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but probably there are things. I think it's nine days. It's next Tuesday. Is that nine days? Yeah. But... That, that's a fair point. So next week we have a show here with the three of us, as usual. Um, presumably, you'll have all you'll be all completely packed and not at all frantic and worried about stuff. I won't start because um, you know. Oh, I no, well, I'll be setting off on Monday. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll be hysterical because I'm I'm working. Well, I've told you I'm working every day until we go. But when I say every day, I mean I stop work at four thirty p.m. and we set off driving at five p.m. Mm. Um, and I'm working on the Sunday, I'm working on the Saturday, I'm working on the Monday. I'm just working. Ah. I might be time. quite chill because the work that I'm normally doing at the weekends, um, I will have finished in a few days' time. So I might be just, just chilling out. Sounds nice. Pamela says, can we get a packing vlog? We will see. I also mentioned to Hugh the other day that I've got, we went in May last year and then we went to Disneyland Paris in August and I have got vlogs from May last year that I didn't finish editing because when we went to Disneyland Paris, I started editing Disneyland Paris vlogs and I've got one from Disneyland Paris I didn't finish editing before I started uni because I started uni in end of September. So I've actually Not got enough, l- last year's vlogs unedited and I'm just wondering, do I want to get more footage? But then it feels like a waste to go and not. You, you might get a packing vlog. You might get a packing vlog. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it means that for two weeks there won't be a You Are a Lucy and it'll probably be me and maybe Lucas uh, or maybe just me. It might just be a really short show with me um, doing all those different voices that I can do. I'll have some kind of... S- like conversation with myself and try and make it we'll fun. try and do some sort of live show but it won't be on the Sunday because as Lucy pointed out we're um, we're between hotels between hotels so uh, it won't be easy to do a live we'll, we'll check, figure some out won't we? we'll check this. out on, we'll the on the day morning on a Saturday or something or you know, whatever just stay tuned and mm. if you miss it it'll be on the channel anyway so and, and the Sunday show will still happen it just might be very short um, and well we'll see Lucas hasn't done one for probably well last time you went when was that May last year did you say yeah yeah so he has probably hasn't done one since then which means he's nearly a year older so he might he might have learned some stuff mm-hmm. so mm. be quite interesting do you know Pythagoras' theorem changed. now no he's learning French at the moment so that next time we go to Disneyland he can speak French oh, cool. he's, he's using Duolingo other language oh that's um, very things good things are available yeah there we are are we, are we on time are we at time we are, aren't yep. we? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Anne F says my daughter is nine and she called me mum to her friend when I was driving them to dance last week. Uh. Well, you see, Bonnie's best friend calls her mum mum and I'm like, I don't want it to rub off. And they have car journeys together. Sorry. Penny's spot on. No, Penny's just said you can get through all those trip reports while you were and Lucy away, maybe. It actually does give me some content, so that's not a bad idea if we don't get through them next week. Yeah. But that's that's a very good point. Max says get Bob on. Get Bob on. Get could, Bob do, on. could do that. Um, and then the week after we get back, be it will probably be Walt Disney World takeover, won't it? The week we get back, because we will yeah. have a trip report from Walt Disney World yeah, we, for one week only. Yeah, but but we try to um, keep it like vaguely tethered by sort of comparing 
some things to what what's comparable with Paris. The, the real thing is I I um, live vicariously through you two, and so if you didn't do a trip report, I wouldn't get to hear about your holiday because we don't talk to each other unless we've got a camera in front of us. So that's a lie. <laughs> so we have to. Do I know intimate details know of your happening. life. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up to text messages from you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> it's all about you, Hugh. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Go on, you, you normally finish Oh, yes, first. I do. Um, okay, I've been Lucy. These have been the boys. Goodbye. <laughs>